How's it going, everybody? I'm Nick Schifani. And I'm Adam Schifani. In addition to being brothers, we're the founders of Nerd 901, a blog and podcast embracing the nerd culture in Memphis and around the world, all from our home base here in the 901. You can check out our team's exclusive content at nerd901.com. And while you're on the site, you'll want to take a look at the latest Surreal Entertainment schedule. Every week, we post an updated list of Surreal's upcoming bingo and theme trivia events, from TV shows to video games to music to movies and much more. No matter what you like, Surreal Trivia has a theme night just for you. And with our handy guide, you'll never miss out on any of our free fun. Nerd out about trivia and whatever else you love at nerd901.com and our Twitter at nerd underscore 901. Nerds unite! Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Work side effects may include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high five, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right, pickles, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Live from Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, Tennessee, it's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from Hyattop. Mount Mariah here at Flynn Broadcasting on this college football Saturday. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. Joining me, as always, on the other side of the glass is CJ Hurd. Good morning, CJ. Hello. Thanks for working a six-day week for me and all the listeners out there. Uh, Good to have you here. Good to have you all listening. Here's what we got coming up here in this action-packed edition of the uh, Cerrito uh, live program this week. Hour number two, of course, we will talk professional wrestling. And this week, we're going to give away some more tickets to NXT. NXT, WWE's Developmental League, will be in town on Friday. And I have a couple more floor seats available. And we're going to give those away at the start of the wrestling hour this week. So at 11 a.m., you do not want to miss it. 11 a.m., your chance to win. We're going to give away a couple of pairs of uh, floor seats. That's right, floor seats to NXT. And I'll tell you other ways you can win them as well because we want all the low budgets to have the opportunity to be in the building inside Lander Center next week, uh, less than a week away from NXT. And uh, also joining us in hour number two, we'll have and, and Adam Silverstein, Adam Silverstein from CBSSports.com and the In This Corner podcast. Uh, he woke up early this morning, as did I and many wrestling fans, to watch WWE live in Australia. The uh, WWE Super Showdown under was live from uh, Australia this morning. We'll break that down. For, we very rarely get to have instant analysis from a WWE pay-per-view, but we will do that later on. And we'll get your thoughts on it as well. So if you were up early watching the Super Showdown uh, this morning on the WWE Network, we want your thoughts on that. And we'll also... Uh, take your, your calls on, uh, what happened this week at Lander Center a few days ago. So we'll be 
previewing what's happening at Landers Center coming up, but also what happened at Landers Center a few days ago because a very famous professional wrestler was seen in the building on Tuesday night, and I'm interested in your thoughts on that. So we'll take your calls on that as well coming up in hour number two. But we always start the show talking with Local 24 sports reporter and anchor as well as co-host of the Still Not Engaged podcast and Memphis's number one Justin Timberlake fan who's got to be disappointed this morning. Her name is Jessica Benson, and she joins me now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you. He's a friend of mine. Yes, yes, I am. And he goes by the name. <laughs> This intro is very bittersweet this week. <laughs> it hurts my heart. <laughs> Good morning, Jessica. I'm so Good sorry. Good morning. How I'm are so, you? So sorry. Wait, what happened? She didn't interview Justin. Oh, I'll have Justin in studio tonight. Don't worry, he'll be there. Oh, he's going to be. Oh, that's a reason to watch yeah. Local Twenty Four. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you, need, if you need another reason to watch tonight, what's the football game on tonight? By the way, what do y'all have? Y'all have something I'll watch because I boycotted last week. Oh, yes, you did, boy. That was such a good game. That was a great game. What game do we have on tonight? Wow, I'm a really terrible spokesperson for college football on Local 24 today. <laughs> oh, no, I put you on the spot. I did not, I did not mean to. I think I know what the, the ABC game is Well, uh, this evening. I know it's not the, the it's not the University of Memphis Tigers on this October uh, the 6th. The ABC game is Notre well, Dame, Virginia Tech, right? Don't y'all get oh, Notre yeah, Dame right. tonight? That is the ABC. The Hunchbacks in action against uh, Justin Fuente. Justin Fuente. So I have Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is going to, unless USC magically beats Notre Dame down the road. I think it's going to be a good game. See, because Notre course, Dame, that, that's game. one of those teams I like to root against. I'll, I'll tune in to root against them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went to, but also went they, to USC. I'm, I'm very cool with that strategy of life. And, and I'm for cheering for, for Coach Fuente. So it's going to be a fun, fun game. I mean, uh, Notre Dame is no old Dominion, so. They are not. Virginia Tech probably <laughs> should fare better. <laughs> but uh, now that I think about it, there's reasons for me not to like Notre Dame's coach right now either. Um, I got to, it's, it's hard for me these days, Jessica, sometimes to leave the off court. College football is one of my favorite sports. Uh, you know, it's up there. It's professional wrestling and, and, and NBA basketball and college football. Those are the three. And horse racing, number four. And <laughs> <laughs> Very eclectic taste. Yeah. A little bit of everything. A little <laughs> from the trashiest to the classiest. Yeah. Wide variety. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, let's talk about what we'll remember this past week in Memphis sports. Jessica, of course, joins us every Saturday morning as we take a look back from the week in Memphis sports and beyond to try to figure out what we will remember. It is pretty apparent what we will remember this week. It is not a Justin Timberlake concert. It is not a Drake concert. But but (laughs) it is Memphis Madness. It is. And it is something that should be remembered and if anyone has ever listened to me on this show, like I'm as big of a Justin Timberlake fan as anyone. Just or NSYNC was my first concert in like 2004 in Colorado. I was in second grade. I had a Justin Timberlake bobblehead. I had Justin Timberlake ornaments. I had a calendar. It. I think I had like a face tattoo at some point. Um, so I was, you know, the possibility of Justin being there excited me. It was. It was great. But here's the thing: it does not 
in my opinion, based on what I experienced on Thursday night at FedEx Forum, we have got to get away from being disappointed that Justin Timberlake and Drake didn't show up. Would it have been awesome if they were there? Yes. Was the event absolutely incredible without them there? A hundred percent. Yes. In my two and a half years in Memphis, I have not been in FedEx Forum with that much energy, with that much excitement, actually like excitement about Memphis Tigers basketball, (laughs) which a year ago at this time, I mean, just the thought of, of this week's event. And if you put yourself back one year ago, like you couldn't fathom what, what everyone experienced at FedEx Forum on Thursday night. And like, you didn't have Justin, you didn't have Drake, but you had Gotti, you had Moneybag Yo, you had Block Boy JB, which in as we established last week, Block Girl JB over here, big fan. But I think one of my favorite moments was the men's and women's basketball teams hitting the shoot with Block Boy Center Court. And like they loved that. You could see that was super exciting for them. They were having a great time. Therese Deshaun helped introduce Penny, which was one of I think one of the best, if not the best moments of the night, which we kind of anticipated that would be the case. The first time Penny Hardaway is introduced as the Memphis men's basketball coach in FedEx Forum, and you have Drez Deshaun, and it's awesome. And he said that he saw, or he kind of like took it off of what he's seen from, from boxers' introductions and kind of played into that. He, his introduction almost went a minute long, and people were going crazy, and people were so excited. There were Penny Hardaway jerseys everywhere in FedEx Forum. And I just think it was such a good night. And it's it's a shame that some of the narrative has become, well, Justin and Drake didn't show up because we should be a hundred percent focused on holy cow, that was that was something. Right. And that was so much to get excited about here in Memphis. You have more reason than ever before to listen to Greg and Eli here every day, uh, middays here on Sports 56, because they're not spreading rumors like that uh, to try to get your hopes up over here at Flynn Broadcasting. We report the facts over here. No fake news on Sports 56. Big facts. Big facts. But, of course, we did talk. So we, I mean, we have to. you have to address that. That is unfortunate uh, that that uh, rumor was out there because, really, it was from what it looked like. I was unable to be in the building. Due to work obligations, like what trivia night was I host? I was hosting Disney Parks trivia, actually. So we'll Ooh. actually get back to Disney okay. in a second with you because right. I don't want to talk to you about that. But so that's what I was doing. Yeah, and, you know, uh, so I was unable, unable to be there. They didn't stream it. Do you guys or some, did somebody post the entire video? Were you allowed? Were like, could Channel 24 have posted the entire video online if y'all wanted to? So it got kind of fuzzy with with streaming and why we weren't allowed to stream the way I would imagine, I, this is not a fact, but what I would imagine is the case is that with artists performing, I mean, you still had three pretty big rappers doing their stuff rights wise. I think that would get kind of sticky with streaming. So I ended up posting a video that is kind of just like a quick clips of everything that happened at the event. And I, put the uh the mighty sound of the south i put the band underneath it instead of putting any of the music that was played during it just to be on the safe side because uh, you you never want to mess with that stuff but that's that's the way i take why it wasn't streamed i know people were disappointed with that we couldn't even do like a facebook live inside the event so 
So I can see that. So I, I understand they're trying to br- crack down on that, and they wanted the attendance to be up as well, make it a special event. But in the the world of streaming and on demand, right? Like if I missed. Oh yeah, I mean I know you should be able to just we put we we'll put just about anything on on local twenty four, especially on CW thirty. We really try to to stay with the local sports and any chance we can. Like I'm sure we would have loved to have broadcast Memphis right. Men. And maybe in the future, now that we have to remember too, this is the first time they've had something of this magnitude in in quite a few years. And so just as fans are, are working to figure out how it all works again, like they probably had to, to go through some hoops. There were hoops that they weren't aware of maybe and maybe by next year they can figure out a way to get some streaming because like I think it would have been a huge service to Memphis to figure out a way to stream it just so that, A, fans all over the country can see it and fans who didn't get tickets and were stuck at home or were hosting Disney Parks trivia can pull (laughs) it up on their phone and check it out. But also just for for non-Memphis people to maybe have a chance to to quickly tune in or, or to see a clip of it somewhere and kind of be pulled into it and just see what's going on here because it really is an exciting time with Memphis basketball and and I think more people need to be aware of it. Like I'm I'm someone who's not from here and if I was sitting as a kid back in Colorado and I saw Memphis Madness on my T V the other day, I would have been like, Oh wow, like Memphis is a cool school. Like that's awesome. Right. So that's I mean that's the kind of national publicity that you want to start building back up for this team for sure. It looked like an awesome atmosphere, and of course, as, as if you, you mentioned on Twitter, you've mentioned uh, here just a minute ago, that like this is really your first time to experience what it can feel like when the Tigers are good, right? Like this is this is when they're especially when there's just the idea that they can be good, like because nobody believed. Like there was this, you know, they don't they play don't stop believing all the time in the Grizzlies playoffs, and you got to believe Memphis, right? That's Grizzlies hashtag. And it's really important to believe. And when the fans believe, like, whoo, holy mackerel, that crowd looked amazing. Um, you mentioned, it seemed to me from the videos, and so because I'm following on Twitter, like it is a, a television show and you're getting snippets of different things, right? It's a very uh, unique 2018 way to follow a, a sporting event, especially when we're used to being able to see everything. But the, uh, like that, right before it started, explain the atmosphere there because it seemed like, As the anticipation built, as people were getting into their seats and the clock was about to strike uh, practice time, it's time for practice. Uh, (laughs) Practice-ish. Right. So explain that to me. Put me there because I was unable to be there. Okay. So first of all, I showed up around four to not run into traffic and to get a parking spot. So that's three hours before the event started. At that point, there was already a line outside because the student section was, I believe, first come, first serve in terms of seating arrangements and whatnot. So there's already a line outside FedEx Forum. That's three hours before the event. That's insane um, at, the, at this point. Because they already so have tickets, was, right? Or, or these did, students, yeah. students waiting in to get the students already have their tickets or do they, they have, have to swipe? They have their tickets, I believe, but just in terms of where they got to sit. sit I right. think it was a first come, first serve kind of building up the up the rows there. Gotcha. So I went and put my stuff away. I got out to the plaza probably around five-ish. So now we're talking two hours before the event starts. There's a fair amount of people. I think you're probably starting to see about maybe like 500 fans out on the plaza. There's a live band. 
things are getting started. Then around like 5.30, cheerleaders are out there. And now you're talking, I mean, thousands. Thousands of fans are out getting excited. The, the cheerleaders are going, pouncers out there taking pictures with everyone. The energy is just so cool, and it's building. And I have not seen that particular excitement out on the plaza before a game. The thing I kept uh, comparing it to, the only thing that I've had that is somewhat close to it is when the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 games were here in 2017. That had nothing to do with Memphis. Right. So this is the first time in a Memphis capacity that it's been this way. Uh, doors open at 6 and just everyone to watch people filing in to FedEx Forum without stopping. There was no stopping from the time they opened the doors until I walked down to the court at 630 maybe. You're just seeing people, people, people. There's no break. There's no break in the traffic. The entire concourse is full of people. They're doing tattoos. They're doing giveaways. They're doing t-shirt giveaways. The lines for the merchandise were insane. It was like you were at a Justin Timberlake concert trying to get a t-shirt. Um, and then just right before it started, all of a sudden, first of all, Mighty Sound of the South, I want to give them a huge shout out because I feel like as Tigers basketball is improving in terms of excitement and hype, like that band stepped up. They always do a tremendous job, and I think they're one of the most underrated parts of the Memphis Athletics experience. But they're in there, they're jamming. The dancers in the front are, are doing their thing. Everyone's super excited. And then they start playing, and you see the cheerleaders coming, and, and everyone's getting in their seats. And I took a panoramic picture of it to experience a full FedEx forum is something that I didn't necessarily know how it would feel, and it is, it's electric. That is a great place. I, I've been admittingly skeptical about the Tigers playing in FedEx forum just because it's so big. And I've never experienced where it's been remotely that many people inside of it. And all of a sudden it clicked for me and I was like, oh, this is, this is why. This is the potential <laughs> that's there. Right. And everyone just, everyone's on their feet. Everyone is so excited. And you had, I mean, you had a pretty fair amount of time with the cheer team did their thing. The dance team did their thing. The band's going the whole time. It's probably about, Oh, maybe a five to ten minute set before Money Bad Yo comes out, and then people are really going crazy because it's the first of the exciting performers that are supposed to to show up. And then they did the player introductions, and and that's when things just went insane. Really, I mean, the thing that is with any madness event, like once you get into the actual basketball. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the most exciting part of the night. Like the three point contest kind of dragged. There was a skill challenge. The dunks were always fun. And then the scrimmage is, you know, it's a scrimmage. You're, you're not really going to learn a lot about the team, but just all that building up to the basketball part was just constant, constant cheering, constant excitement. And, it was just really cool, and I really hope that it carries over. I mean, you you said it a few minutes ago. Like, this is all about the belief in what this season can be. We again have not seen Penny coach. We have not seen this team play, 
but to at least have that belief going into it, you're you're off to a good start. Right, because for a better start, there is the belief of the team, but also so when you have a belief in the team, it just create it can help create these atmospheres, not just because. You believe in the team because there's so many people who believe in Memphis, right, and believe in this community, and it really is like when Memphis is just the people who believe in this city uh, come together at this moment and everything lines up. It just creates a, an amazing atmosphere, and and uh, I, it's all it's always uh, fun talking to you here on Saturday and also getting your outside perspective. You've been in Memphis for over two years now, but you, that time Tiger basketball has not been uh, a good team, and you I could see. And it's questions that Memphians ask, like, should they be playing downtown? Should they be playing in such a big building? Why? It wouldn't be cool if it was on campus. I mean, there, there's other rules, and you spin it like, okay, they have an advantage. They play in an NBA arena, yada, 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 and you, you talk yourself out of it. what's the point of an NBA arena if it's not full is, the, right. is what it's always been. So. And it's, it's still hard to get full, but they can definitely fill up the, the, the middle and the bottom uh, <laughs> right. for every, every game, and I'm expecting that to be the case uh, going forward, but – uh, man, when – and you mentioned the Mighty Sound of the South. Great band. And it just – everything means more when you're better, right? Like you, you – and everything like you – everybody can contribute and the, the atmosphere, like it just means more. Like the band's I, performances, every little detail. It wouldn't mean a thing that the court was black. I mean here we are 16 minutes in. Oh, yeah. The, we haven't court, even talked about that. The court was black. But that wouldn't – who would care if nobody was there, if there wasn't the excitement, right? Like dude, everything means more now. And that just is, is so exciting. What do you think about that black court? I think they need to. I think they this. I know it was Mike Mike Miller's court or something, but I like yeah. the skyline court. I thought this will look pretty cool. I think the proper term is African American court. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> thank you. Thanks, CJ. Thank That's CJ is here for, for those. I was really excited about the court. Uh-oh. I I you didn't like it. I liked it in person. I don't like how it looked on TV necessarily because when you would see it in the media room on the TVs in the back, I was not a huge fan of how it looked. But I think it was, I think it was a cool thing to do for a single event. I just would not be a fan of it being a permanent institution. What about a permanent institution for Memphis Madness? Every year you got it, the black yeah. court oh, comes yeah, out for cool Memphis Madness. For sure. What or color were the lines on the court? Something a little different with it every year, but stick with that, that black backdrop the the lines were they blue or they white uh what do we like they I, were white. It, if you go permanent like this was just a like an idea of, from what we understand and it was mike miller's personal court and and so if you actually did just get a permanent black court you could really make it look nicer with the the right blue stripes right. in the memphis it could look better on television uh, but because it, it sure looks different, right? Like you've got the okay. blue, the blue field in Boise. Like, that looks uh, cool. And it's but also people, yeah, and, and you, it's such a nice identifier. Yeah, you, they identify with it, but it doesn't look as cool. Like because it's kind of more bizarre, right? Like you know, why is it blue? Grass is not supposed to be blue. <laughs> it's but, not. That's no. not the natural state of grass, <laughs> right? Right. But this court looks cool in a way that. Like, this makes sense. Why has nobody done this before to me? Because uh, you play often outside on uh, on concrete like that black is black. Yeah. yeah, that's what I kind of thought of it like. Which, in that sense of it, I thought it was a cool, like outdoorsy vibe. So, what will we remember from this Memphis madness from this week? We're obviously going to remember Memphis madness forever. The Drake 
And Justin Timberlake rumors, I think on this scale, at this Memphis Madness in particular, because it was Penny's first one, that the rumors and everything were so big, that we're going to remember that. And that is going to be cross-referenced with skepticism for any type of other uh, rumors and announcement about who's going to appear somewhere. I think that's going to stick with us forever, (laughs) for a long time. (laughs) Stick with us for a long time, and especially the people who reported it, and rightfully so. But the... So outside of that, I mean, we're going to we're going to remember the black court, especially if it was just a one time thing. Um, I, I Penny's intro was cool. Here's what I, I the thing about Penny's intro. Some people are like, oh, you didn't get a chance to really hear the crowd because there was so much going on with that. But what I liked about it was that it was different, that they were thinking outside the box. And that's what you've got with with Penny and Mike Miller and everybody on the staff is that they're not afraid to do different stuff. The black court, the different intro. I would love to see Penny introduce it every game like that. What if they did yeah. that? Is, is that Smoke an NC two A violation? Can you have a rapper walk you out like you're a boxer to to every uh, at every single game? That would be so awesome. I think they should test it to see if it see if it works. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm serious. Just go on that. I think that's that's so perfectly describes why that moment was so great because everybody leading up to that night, that's the moment everyone was excited for, and they found a way. To surprise right. people with how it was done. Exactly. And that's what you want. And yeah, so then you are going to remember that. And it's not just, oh, he was announced for the first time. It's like, oh my God, he was announced with this on. But yeah, I, but I, I am, I'm being, I am, I am dead serious right here that he should do that at every game. If you, if, if you think about basketball history here, they didn't do all of these, you know, smoke and, and, and laser lights at NBA games until they did it with the Bulls, right? So, it could become the new norm. If the Tigers do it, it could become a new thing. Like, it, who's to say we can't do it this way? So, I'm do it. so anyway, that's my recommendation if Penny or any, anybody over there at the university <laughs> is listening. As, as, as we, we, we wrap up this conversation, we have to once again go back to the Justin Timberlake, uh, and, and Drake rumors. By the way, did, how many Penny Hardaway jerseys did you see there? Oh, I, I was trying to, math is not my forte. <laughs> but I was trying to figure out like one in every blank, and I would say like one in every fifteen people I saw was in either a oh, wow. Orlando or a Memphis. We even had someone was in a Treadwell jersey. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no Phoenix was, jerseys though. No Phoenix. Did you see a no. Phoenix Suns Penny Hardaway no. or a Miami no. Penny Hardaway. Those, no. will, those will be coming out, though. People will be oh, ordering right. those, customizing yeah. if they got to. Yeah, but it was, I mean, that was like, it was just everybody. Kids, adults, old people, uh, you name it, someone was wearing a penny jersey. He, just, he, he bridges the gaps between generations. It really is uh, also a special thing that you we really haven't thought about. But, okay. And this, and this now brings that next generation, too. I mean, to see all mm-hmm. the kids there on Thursday, that's what you really want because that's how you breed a new generation of Tigers basketball fans and of, of Penny fans themselves. So that's can, exactly teach, what you want for building purposes. Teach the kids about money, right? You know, one, a yeah. penny is one cent and... The, pennies uh, is two cents. <laughs> right. So, okay, but so you saw lots of Penny jerseys. Did you happen to see, were there people with like Justin Timberlake, you teased that you were going to bring your Justin Timberlake sign. Were there people wearing Justin Timberlake shirts or, or not, Drake shirts? I did not see anyone in any Justin Timberlake or Drake shirts. I do know of people who went for the sole reason of someone I work with is a huge Drake fan, 
went for Drake. Someone's girlfriend and her friends went for Justin. So, I mean, there were people there who went for those reasons, for sure. But I say, in my opinion, you're going for Memphis Madness. <laughs> and if you if you buy into that you're just going for a concert, that's kind of on you taking that risk. And, and you gotta you got to live with it. But they're selling I, tickets to that, though. There's, I mean, they were, yeah. they were selling that's very where, expensive tickets to that. And, and the fact that those yeah. tickets came up after they were, you know, rumored to have Justin and Drake is where it gets a little sketchy. CJ, um, what do you, CJ, but for C- most people on the floor, we're, yeah. we're huge Tigers fans. I, at least well, they're going to have fun. Yeah. They're going to have fun. But, CJ, what do you think about the, about the university not denying the rumors when, in fact, it seems like they knew all along that Justin and Drake were not showing up? They should have denied it as soon as tickets started going hopping up on StubHub for, like, $75. That's when you got to step in and say, okay, yo, that's not going to be here. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. But don't pay $75 for a ticket thinking you're going to see Justin Timberlake and Drake. That's here's that's what, where I kind of got annoyed. Here's what I will say. I don't I don't know exactly who knew what the specifics were. A lot of the people, a lot of my sources within the athletics department legitimately did not know. Like, people chose not to know so that they would not be... So they would be surprised as well. Well, no, so that they wouldn't be, you know, oh, okay. being a leaker. Or someone who's leaking what's going on. And, and I know that... I thought they were avoiding spoilers. Of, we don't want any Memphis Madness spoilers. Do not tell me what the court's going to look yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of people in the dark up until... Yeah. And and even being on the court at the end when, you know, you're waiting for, for who's going to be the last performer and it ends up being Gotti, which which was great. Like, let's not forget that Gotti in a, in a Memphis hoodie is a great way to end Memphis Madness. But at that moment in time, you're like, okay, is it Justin? Is it Drake? Is it... Gotti, is it all three of them doing a collaboration? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and there were still people who, working the event, did not know what was coming next. So I don't know who exactly knew everything, but that's where, but yes, CJ, I agree. It that's is a, but we're, we, a so, tough situation. So many people who went to Memphis Madness you know, you have a very limited income. We're not the richest city, and if they're going to spend – if they're on StubHub, like CJ's saying, wanting to get in the building because they want to be a part of this special thing that seems that it, w- it would have made sense for the university to say something because if they did, then we would uh, only be talking about the positives today and how amazing of an experience it is uh, to be in Memphis for the start of the Penny Hardaway era. I'm pretty sure that the university president should know and did know everything that was planned. And if that's the case, I'm assuming, if that's the case, if Rudd knew, he can't be tweeting out lyrics to Drake the day of or the day before. Right. He knew what he was doing. They yeah, that was a little subtweet. That was, <laughs> that, I agree. That's when I, that's when I kind of thought that it was real. I have very reasonable expectations. And, I mean, myself and, and a lot of people in the media, even at the Tigers football press conference on Monday, we were all talking and we're like, there's no way that, that these guys – are coming, but when you keep hearing <laughs> it over and over again, and and you do see tweets like that, you can't help but get your hopes up. So even the most right. rational person, most realistic person out there, can get their hopes up a little bit. Like I will admit, I like to think that I'm pretty practical, and and I went into that night like fully thinking Justin Timberlake was going to be there. <laughs> and it was two, you know, it was two names too, and and being reported. 
by, again, another radio station at, saying it's 100%. Huh. And Penny said they didn't even talk to Drake. How yeah, the hell was that 100%? He was, he was on that station. He could have been like, guys, chill out. We These people aren't going to come. It's going to be great. Come see me. But those two aren't going to be there. Yeah. And it, well, and it, again, this is the first one. Definitely for Penny. They would do it differently, yeah. maybe. I would hope. that. I think the second that the second that it was for sure that, and it sounds like Drake was always a for sure that he wasn't going to be there, but right. the second you knew that Justin wasn't going to come, I think you need you needed to say something, and then even if Justin were to come, then people are pleasantly surprised, <laughs> and people get really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, as, like covering your bases, because then you're not you're not having anyone walk away disappointed on Thursday night, and that's I think that is the saddest part of the whole thing is that there were at least some fans walking away disappointed, and, and that that yeah. just stinks. And it, yeah, it, it it did leave a sour taste in some folks' ma- mouths, and it is one of the things we will remember from this. Thing. We we're going to remember it. Penny will remember it. I would think too. And I think go like we always talk about. Well, we don't know how well he's going to coach, right? But we didn't know how well he was going to handle Memphis Madness rumors either. It's this first time <laughs> around, so uh, you know, in the future, this is his first one. So he he's not used to dealing with all these rumors about big time celebrities that might show up at a practice. So right. And you do want it to be about your players. Like you don't want the the time leading up to this event to be about Justin and Drake. So I can see, you know, getting in your head and saying, I, I, I don't want to address this at all because I just want to keep the focus on these kids. I want to get, you know, as many people in there to see these these two teams as possible, the men's and the women's team. It's it's just a tricky thing across the board. All right. Um uh, before before I let you go, so really we're not talking much college football at all today. Of course, Memphis going against UConn uh, later on today. Hopefully that will not be something we really remember from the week. That would mean they lost. I mean, they, they lost. put up 70 <laughs> points last year. So. so Hopefully we can see that again at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. The weather should be good for that. Next Saturday is the big day for me, you know, Jessica. Dun, dun, dun. My calendar has been circled. You know, if I ever got uh, called up to the Senate Judiciary Committee, and have Your to show calendar my would say. it would be circled like you could see here. UCF game has been circled on my calendar for a long time, and it is, and that's next Saturday. And we should have hopefully a win, a win from the Tigers to build us some momentum going in uh, to next week. So, of course, that is going to be obviously the theme of of the show next Saturday. But there was one other thing that I know you will remember from this week. Um, we'll have to touch on as we wrap this up. But we talked about Disney. Uh, parks trivia. I was hosting on Thursday, but you had a very interesting Disney Parks experience this week, and I blown away by this. First of all, I often hear this debated sometimes on these sports radios with a bunch of meatheads on sports radio being like, "I don't know why I would anybody would go to a Disney park without a kid. Why would anybody ever go to Disney without a kid?" I'm like, "Are you bananas? That is how you go. You don't have to. You don't have to wait in line for the bag line so you can get zoom right through. There's not. You don't have to go to the bag security. You don't have to deal with the the whiny kids and and uh, the changing their diapers. And you can just ride whatever you want whenever you want. And you don't have to be stuck riding Dumbo or something boring. Like, what do you mean? Why would you not go? It's so awesome to go without kids. So anyway. That that is my rant. Why would you go, going with kids seems like a nightmare to me. I, I strollers? 
I don't want to wait. Why, and, why would you take a right. kid in a stroller? It's so hard to maneuver. And then I have to. After I'm not going to wait in line to take a picture with Elsa when I could oh, be God. be <laughs> riding something. And they're so small, they get lost in the crowd. You're paranoid, like, oh, right. where's my child at? There's millions of people here. If I lose them or her, I'll never see that child again. It bothers, I, used to, yeah. I used to sit on my dad's shoulders for fireworks shows. That sounds so miserable now. Like, <laughs> I probably. I probably stunted his adult growth. Like, <laughs> I was like, on there for an hour. And if you have more than one kid, one of them is going to be whiny at the fireworks show. They're going to be, you know, they're always going to be whiny at some point. So, oh, we saw so many temper tantrums. And I'm sure yeah. you're getting great pictures and taking your kids to Disney is great. But it it just blows my mind when I hear meatheads on the radio uh, oftentimes be like, "Why would you go to a Disney park by yourself?" Because it it's fun when you go without a kid. You can drink all you want. They got liquor in there. You can drink and take pictures with Mickey and them. It's outstanding. It's outstanding. Like, and, and these are people. These are the, the meatheads. Are this is my rant here as we get into really the, what I wanted to ask you about. But like these are meatheads who you know watch other people's kids from play their college basketball games for a living, right? And want to judge people for going to Disney. So um, anyway, off of that rant, you went without children the other day to Walt Disney World with your boyfriend and co-host of Still Not Engaged, the podcast. And we are still not engaged. No Disney engagement. No Disney proposal. No, but no. Uh, you guys did four parks in one day. And I saw your agenda when you tweeted that out. She did four parks in one day, CJ. You got to bring it up for no reason. And, and her agenda, it looked, I was like, this looks, this looks impossible. But it was possible. So you tell tell people about this. You did okay, all four so, Orlando theme parks in one day. Yes. So first and foremost, I always have to preface. My mom was a flight attendant, so I'm her buddy person. So I, I can fly standby if I have the time and the flights look good. Like I didn't just pay a bunch of money to fly to Orlando for one day. So that's an important piece of it because I work in local TV and I don't have the money to do that. Two, you have... <laughs> As I was a working member that. of the media, mm -hmm. you get two free passes to Disney World a year. And Wait, how do I get these passes? passes? It's online. It's amazing. I'll send you the link. It's great. I cannot believe um, it. I just paid to go to Disneyland. It's, it doesn't work for Disneyland. It's oh, it doesn't? Disney World. Yeah. Oh, Important good. Important note. Good. My yeah. parents live in Florida now. I'm, I'm going. Okay. So, yeah, you got to go. So, we landed at like 11 p.m. on Monday night. We flew after work on Monday. We're off on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And we decided that we were going to go to all four parks in one day. I only had one day. I don't have vacation time to use. So I had to use my quote-unquote Saturday to try to do this. So we did all four parks. Um, we started at Animal Kingdom. We went Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and we ended our night seeing Fantasmic and then going to Disney Springs, which is like the downtown Disney area now, and had dinner. We did every single ride that was on our schedule, my weirdo itinerary that I laid out for us. And we only, the longest line we waited for was 50 minutes for the new Toy Story roller coaster at Hollywood Studios, which is really great. It was worth the 50 minute wait. Really? It was. How is yeah, that? It, this fun. looks like a kid's roller coaster. You like that? It's great. Yeah. And we, when we were standing in line, we're like, oh, this looks really slow. <laughs> this might have been, this might have been a mistake, but it was really fun. It had a, it had a solid thrill factor to it and, and felt faster 
on it because I, I'll be honest, it did look very slow when you're standing in line. I'm, I'm looking at your agenda, and it looks like uh, Kevin McAllister's like plans for for the wet bandits and Home Alone here with the, yes. the, all the scribble and different colors and stuff on there. Did we yes. see any like parades or shows or anything? We saw so we saw Fantasmic at the end of the night, and my original plan had been to go from Fantasmic to Illuminations at Epcot. Fantasmic was at eight. Illuminations was at nine and we missed the boat by 20 seconds. <laughs> we, we watched the boat go after I made poor Chris sprint from Fantasmic to the boat launch. And to get to Epcot would have been about, oh, it's like a two mile walk, which we had done earlier in the day. And Chris just looked at me and said, Tess, we've had such a good day. Can we please just go get some food and some wine and call it good? And I was like, we can do that. So that's the only thing we didn't, didn't <laughs> the, get to. <laughs> so the wine festival is going on right now, isn't it? Yep. So we, we, took, we took a loop around uh, the World Showcase. We ate in Japan. We had the tiniest <laughs> little like wine drink um, that was a pour for ants is what we called it. It was very small. And then we had one more drink. So then you had like a nice little buzz walking through the World Showcase. And then that buzz wore off on our two-mile walk to Hollywood Studios because it sounded fun to walk. This, and, yeah, yeah. There's what a great challenge. So it looks like so I I very impressed as you guys pulled this off. I knew you could go to all four parks in one day. What I was looking at your agenda, I was like, there's no way you're going to be able to do all of these attractions and go through and have to wait in the line. What if you're going to encounter long lines? You had the Avatar Land on there, but I think that was smart. You planned your Animal Kingdom Earth. earlier in the day yeah. when the lines were shorter. But did you? Was there an attraction that you did not get to do that was originally on your agenda? Nope, not one. Holy mackerel! So that whole thing you yeah. tweeted out, you got you yeah. did all of that in we one day. Every so you thing. have you and Chris tried out for the Amazing Race? No, but we should. You probably should. Black we'll girl JB, my new hero. <laughs> you need to try it, was, it, it for me. Awesome. It was like I mean, I grew up a huge Disney kid, and and fun fact, I used to be in a performing group, and we would go quote-unquote, work at Disneyland or Disney World for a week every summer and, and put on the variety show. And so, like, I kind of know the parks inside and out, which definitely right. helped with this endeavor. I mean, honestly, God, one time a friend and I thought it would be fun to ride Tower of Terror 13 times in a row, and, and we did that. So this isn't the first crazy thing that I've tried to accomplish at Disney World. But it's probably my proudest accomplishment. So it it, it is possible, and you've you got it up there on your Twitter feed at local twenty four Jessica. If you want to see uh, her the entire schedule that she had mapped out for her all four parks in one day, sounds very tiring, but it's also a, a sense of accomplishment. I'm I'm sure at the the end of the day. But anyway. I was back in my bed here in Memphis at eight thirty a.m. on Wednesday morning. <laughs> Anyway, if you if if you're if you're out there and you don't don't you are out of your mind if you think it's more fun to go to a why would you go to a park with if you don't have kids you you are out of your mind you have obviously not experienced it uh, with with the right people if you have not gone uh, and with, you haven't gone since they started selling alcohol <laughs> right more alcohol is available at the parks Magic Kingdom you can get out uh, beer now finally and wine. I don't understand. People go to fairs without children, and an amusement park like Disney World is the fair on steroids. So it'll be all the more fun. 
All right, Jessica, we're we're super past time for a break, so you're just going to have to stay okay. tuned. You can hang around if you want and listen to CJ's movie trailer, but the CJ movie trailer will return to the program when we come back. Are you are you sticking around, Jessica? You got to go. You got to yeah, go do some work. I can stick around. Oh, she's going to stick around. All right, so we'll have more with Jessica Vincent and CJ's movie trailer on the other side of the break. You're listening to Street Alive here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Sunday Funday at Laughlin Yard, every Tuesday during Pike Night at Elbow, and every Friday night at Memphis Maid's Tap Room. Now, back to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to the show. Jessica Benson's rejoining us. Hey, Jessica. Hello. And watch Jessica tonight on Local 24, giving you all the updates on all the college football games that are about to kick off here. Coming up at 11 will be the uh, Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. We will take your phone calls to start the hour. We want to uh, get your thoughts uh, about the Super Showdown, which happened this morning in Australia, and your thoughts about the King attending the President's Rally at Landers Center, and if that changed your view of our hometown hero. Uh, that's all coming up in a minute. If you want to go ahead and get it on the phone lines for that, you can. That's 901-360-8255, 901-360-8255. Some of our callers today will win tickets to NXT, uh, floor seats to NXT in South Haven on Friday. That's the next big event happening at the Landers Center there in DeSoto County, Jessica's back with us because we're about to get to CJ's movie trailer. It's been a month or so since uh, movie... I couldn't miss the return of the trailer since the the movie trailer has occurred, and we have a sponsor today for that. That is the Ooh. Indie Memphis Film Festival. The Indie Memphis Film Festival, presented by Duncan Williams, is set for November first through the fifth, and back by popular demand will be the Block Party. Of course, they they shut down part of Overton Square and have a big Block Party outside with live music, filmmaker talks, a red carpet. And uh, food trucks, hospitality tent for pass holders. That means free booze and and food. Uh, the Spirits by Old Dominic, uh, no, uh, the downtown distillery. And so the festival screenings, uh, once again, will be going on all over Memphis as far as downtown and uh, midtown during the festival. And then after the festival, special encores at the Ridgeway Cinema Grill. So here's what they've also got here on the highlights for the 2018 Indie Memphis Film Festival. The inaugural Black Creators Forum will be going on. They'll uh, also have uh, parties and receptions as always. And one of my favorite things about the Indie Memphis Film Festival is the live music before every show. Because it's not just a film festival. It's also just a big, cool, fun party to be a part of. And if you want to win some VIP passes to the Indie Memphis Film Festival, we're giving those away during Cerrito Bingo right now. So if you play at any of our three Cerrito Bingo locations, you get a chance to win uh, VIP passes. It's a $500 value because we're, we're giving away two VIP passes to the Indie Memphis Film Festival uh, to one lucky bingo player. You can go to CerritoBingo.com for more information. Go to IndieMemphis.com for the full festival lineup. It is up right now. You can buy passes. And later on this week, you'll be able to buy the tickets to individual shows. It's the Indie Memphis Film Festival. Less than a month away, CJ. I know you're excited. 
Favorite festival in Memphis. And uh, we will, of course, talk more about it as it gets closer. Chris Elliott, the big celebrity this year. Dwight from The Office was here last year. Chris Elliott from Cabin Boy will be here for a special screening of that. And you want to sh- – don't miss uh, – support the girls. This sounds like a very good uh, film here, Jessica. It's about women working at a sports bar. Uh, it's called Support the Girls. Okay. Sounds a very interesting movie. You should check it out. Um, and the director of Moonlight, his follow-up to that Best Picture winning movie – will have its regional debut here. It's called If Beale Street Could Talk. Really? Yeah. It's not really oh. set on Beale Street, but it's, it's the name is, okay. is tied into a W.C. <laughs> Handy song. So, okay. um, so I can't see how they – I want to see how they tie the, the name of the movie. It, if it's not set in Memphis, you know, it's, it's, which it's not, how it's all tied in together. No spoilers, CJ. CJ, I think, knows already. He's read up about – CJ's been waiting for this movie for how long? July. It, since July, he's been waiting for if Bill Street could talk. So, any Memphis Film Festival, go to IndieMemphis.com. All right. Any guesses, uh, Jessica, what CJ's movie trailer is about today? Next year's Memphis Madness. Oh, a whole year preview. <laughs> oh, all the celebrities that could be attending. I don't know. That could be good. I should have did that. <laughs> that is not it. Maybe okay. That's next week, CJ. There you go. Maybe next week I'll preview next year's and tell you all the celebrities who are going to be there. Uh, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, Taylor Swift, Rihanna, all of them are going to be there next year. Now, if you did that, it would have to air on another station. It would have to air on another station if you do that. Not here on Sports 56. So what is – the trailer is just what? It's an advertisement for this year's Memphis Madness? But it already happened, and I can't see it anywhere. So maybe – CJ knows something we don't know, and somebody's got some bootleg copies they're selling out of the back of their car that I can actually see from start to finish this year's Memphis Madness. I don't have to watch it all on Jessica's uh, Twitter feed. Although that is a good place to watch. Yeah, Local 24 Jessica. All right, let's hear it. CJ's movie trailer this week, back after a long uh, absence here. This isn't time for the fall movie season. From the program that bought you Elliot Perry, Gene Bartow, and Larry Finch comes a night all about a team that's down on its luck trying to turn itself around. Ten years in the making. The last Sweet 16 appearance for the Memphis Tigers was ten years ago. Even though the Tigers have a record of 240 and 106, good for a 693 win percentage. The 11th year is here, and Memphis legend Penny Hardaway is back to try to lead the Tigers to the promised land. He has the swagger, the desire, and the wills to do it. Not since Tubby Calipari, I mean John Passner, I I mean Josh Smith. Who who the hell cares about the other coaches? Penny is here, damn it. Only Penny (laughs) could rejuvenate the fan base. Hell. The fans packed the FedEx form for the first time since February of 2009. Memphis Madness, the Tigers are back. Starring Moneybag Yo, your boy Yo Gotti, Black Boy JB, Black Girl JB, the number one ranked prep player in the nation, the number eight ranked prep player in the nation, Little Penny's bigger self, an African-American floor, Justin Timberlake, Drake, and the 2008 National Championship runner-up banner. Memphis Madness, the Tigers 
are back. Wait a minute. What was that? T- Timberlake wasn't there? What? Well, how about Drake? Was Drake there? He wasn't? Oh, I'd be mad. At least that national championship runner-up banner is still there. <laughs> That's the movie? That's the movie. All right. Jeez. What a shocking no, just, twist. No Justin Timberlake. Three out of five stars. <laughs> right. You're not, oh, my. Can you imagine going to a movie? Like you got Justin Timberlake and Drake are on the poster, and you're going in, and it's over, and you're like, say, well, let's stay. Let's see if there's a scene at the end of the credits. There's got to be that. It's got to be that. And then, and then you're still sitting there, and, and there's none. And they come in with the trash can and the little sweeper. The lights oh, are on. Bad. Anyway, tune in next week for CJ's trailer hyping the 2019 Memphis Madness. What color will the court be next year? Ooh. Find out next week. Jessica, thanks so much. Everybody, be sure <laughs> to watch her tonight. She'll be watching all of the football games for you and reporting on it tonight on Local 24. Wow. It's always uh, fun talking to you. Jessica, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Have a good one. UCF Saturday next week. Uh, That is Jessica Benson from Local 24. Again, follow her at Local 24 Jessica and get her live updates next time she tries to do all Disney parks and all four Disney parks in one day. Maybe she'll throw in the water parks next time, too. Try to pull that one off. All right, when we come back, it's time to talk wrestling on the radio. We're going to take your phone calls as well. 360-8255. 360-8255. The first caller... During the wrestling hours, we open up the Cerrito Livewire. We'll get a free pair of floor tickets to NXT in South Haven. So that will go to our first caller. We'll take calls when we come back. You're listening to Cerrito Live here on Sports 6 and 87.7 FM.